Hello and welcome to Truth vs. Hype. It's been 25 days since the murder of Gauri Lankesh. The protests which erupted in the immediate aftermath have become muted. The murder trail is showing signs that it may be running cold. This follows a pattern that we saw in the aftermath of the murders of rationalists and dissenters like Narendra Dabolkar, Govind Pansare and M.M. Kalburgi. The same outrage, the same protests, the same drying up of leads. This despite the fact there are multiple similarities between the three, well, now four killings. All four were killed by a two-man hit squad on a motorcycle. All four were killed using the same type of weapon, a 7.65-millimeter gun. All four have faced threats from extremist groups, mainly of the right. All four murders took place between Karnataka and Maharashtra. And yet, despite these similarities, as we shall see, the trail has run cold. Each of these cases is being probed by a different agency. Tabolkar by the CBI, Pansare by the Maharashtra police, and Kalburgi and now Lankesh by the Karnataka police. That itself makes for a confusing, fragmented picture. Our reporters, Neeta Sharma in Delhi, Saurabh Gupta in Mumbai, and Harish in Bangalore, track down the status of each case. Let's start with the Dabolkar case. Three years after the murder, the CBI identified the Sanatan Sanstha, a radical Hindutva outfit based in Goa, as behind the killing, arresting one of its members, Vinay Tawde, and charge-sheeting him and two others. But is that enough to claim, as the CBI does, that they have cracked the case? Is the evidence convincing? According to the charge-sheet, the CBI says they have statement of witnesses. Seizure of a hard disk from Tawde, containing pictures and written material against Dr. Dabolkar, also a folder called Dharmadrohi. The data recovered from his computer and email clearly establishes that he was constantly in touch with a person called Sarang Akolkar, a wanted accused in a case wherein homemade bombs went off in Madgaon in Goa. As far as the motive is concerned, the CBI says it is enmity and hatred for anti-superstitious outfit founded by Dr. Dabolkar. As far as CBI is concerned, this case is closed. But many questions remain which challenge that claim. Who are the men who pull the triggers? What is the status of the hunt for Saranga Kolkar and Vinay Pawar, the two accused said to be absconding? Why have charges not been framed yet? And is the evidence convincing? These are the same weak links, the same questions that also plague the Pansare case. The Maharashtra police, which is probing the Pansare murder case, has also blamed the Sanathan Sanstha for the murder and arrested one of its members, Samir Gaikwad, who is a mobile shop owner in Sangli, who allegedly boasted about the murder to a female friend on the phone. But Gaikwad was given bail in June this year, but he's not allowed to enter Kolapur town, home to one of the witnesses. The other shooters in the case, Sarang Akolkar, Vinay Pawar and another man called Rudra Patil have been shown as missing in the chart sheet. In the Kalburgi case, which is being probed by the Karnataka police, sketches of these men were released in September 2015. But since then, there have been no arrests. And the same fate seems to have befallen the Gauri Lankesh case. The trail is running cold despite a mountain of data that the police claim is under inspection. The police team investigating the Gauri Lankesh murder probe is analyzing footage from more than 300 CCTV cameras, 
They are also analyzing crores of calls. For the first time, an attempt to analyze communication over data, WhatsApp calls, for instance. Cops are also checking Gauri Lankesh's emails, SMSs, Facebook and Twitter posts and analyzing her publication over the past five years. But nothing substantial so far, says the SIT. The technical evidence is not helping. It's back to old school ground level investigation. The way Gauri Lankesh's assailant held the weapon, took aim and then turned back to check indicates he's a professional killer, says the SIT. The question is how to trace the gun. All that the forensic lab in Karnataka has confirmed is that a 7.65 mm country made weapon was used, a gun widely used by criminals in India. Beyond this, there has been no breakthrough yielded by the FSL report, claims the SIT. The police are yet to establish links with the other killings since the cartridges from the other crimes are with the CBI. Efforts are on to get these from the CBI so that the test can be run. If all four cases today stand at the brink of collapse, it's because of the utter confusion on the most crucial piece of evidence, the tests that were conducted on the bullets used in all the killings. The Forensic Science Lab in Karnataka had said that two weapons were used in the killing of Pansare, one of them used in Dabolkar's killing also, and another used in the killing of M.M. Kalburgi. But a Mumbai forensic lab, which also tested the bullets used in the Dabolkar murder case, found that it matched with the weapon confiscated by the Maharashtra ATS during the probe. Sources say that this theory had to be junked because if it was true, it would lead to the absurd theory that the weapon was taken out of court custody after Dabolkar's killers were arrested and then used in the Pansare killing. To try to resolve these differences, the CBI tried sending these samples to Scotland Yard. After months of back and forth, the Scotland Yard refused CBI's request. Then, the probing agencies sent these samples to the Gujarat FSL, who reconfirmed the findings of Karnatak FSL, that there was a common thread between these three murders. All of this has led to harsh words from the Bombay High Court, which is monitoring the Dabolkar case. In a hearing in December last year, it told the CBI, you're just bungling it up. Your credibility is at stake. You should remember that the delays are impacting two trials which are ready to commence. Okay, joining me tonight on Truth versus Hype is uh, Kavita Lankesh, the sister of Gauri Lankesh from uh, Bangalore. Joining me from Mumbai is uh, Mukta, Dr. Dabolkar's daughter, and also in Mumbai, Kumar Ketkar, senior journalist. Uh, if I can just start with you, Kavita, and ask you that, uh, you know, as we just showed on our, on our program, our reporter saying that the Bangalore police, the special investigating team is going through masses of data, but they still haven't been able to come up with anything. Are you hearing anything at all from them about if they've made any progress or are you concerned about where this entire investigation is headed? I'm both, actually. I'm concerned. I'm concerned as well as uh, I have some kind of assurance from them that if they will be able to crack it, they'd come personally to meet us. And uh, they are saying it's a difficult case, but they they are hope very, very hopeful that they will find the killer. So we all we can be is optimistic. And uh, right now, I mean, that's all we can do. I think apart from the whole furor, it is created across the country and across the world. Right. So I hope that instigates them to do a better job. And, you know, I mean, yeah. Are they giving you any indication at all of 
you know, which direction they're headed or what they're coming across? No, they're not. They're saying basically because they're saying, uh, especially now it's so sensitive, they don't want us to talk to the media, which I haven't been doing actually. Right. None of us have been talking to the media at all. So they've said, we are near near to the, this thing, but there's still some work to be done. I mean, they personally come down here and explain to us. I mean, a lot of things are happening apparently, and it, it is a difficult case, they said. Right. But they're hopeful that they will do it. And uh, right now, as I said, me and my mother and my brother, all the whole family is hopeful and uh, the society will be able to crack it. Right. No, I understand, of course, it's sensitive and that it's important that some information be kept confidential. But I just want to ask uh, you, uh, Kavita, that as a, as a member of the family, because now it's almost been a month since, the, since this terrible crime took place, and uh, in a way, uh, the dust has started to settle, at least on the noise around it, because that noise makes it very hard to actually think about you know what could have been behind the killing that as a family Not really i mean both as a as a family do you have any thoughts uh, at, at this point on on you know what you think could have triggered something like this basically her ideological differences that's all i've been saying from day one actually and that's what we hope to see if if a, if a something like some heinous act like this happens in a small village or if it's a personal reason you know, there was some case which a boy was murdered recently. It was personal and they caught right. them within a week. Right. But this is, it's a large, this thing. And if it's ideological, there's a whole lot of things they're investigating from everybody they've written against or if she's written against somebody. Each and every person, they're just talking to them. What could have triggered? You know, a lot of things. And they have a lot of clues, right. apparently. And see, it's a, as I said, it's if it's a personal or a, like a personal or a, what can I say, a business or property issue or something like that, it could right. have been easily solved. Right. But something like this is difficult. I'm sure Dubalkar also will tell you about it. It's, I mean, I, I hope our thing is not as late as the Dubalkar case or something like that, so that every one of us gets justice that way. Mukta, as far as, as your father's case is concerned, it's now uh, been what we're almost approaching now, four years. And in our report there, you know, the CBI made a rather astonishing claim to our reporters saying that as far as they are concerned, this case has been solved. Now, is that something which is acceptable to you? No, not at all. It has not, not at all been solved. And how, uh, how CBI can ever say that unless they have uh, arrested the people on whom they have declared a price? Like uh, in my father's case, uh, they have arrested a person named as Dr. Virendra Taude and they have arrested him, arrested him uh, uh, like uh, on some 10th of uh, June 2016 and since then they have made no progress uh, in the investigation. Hmm. They have declared a prize on Saranga Kolkar and Vinay Pawar. These two people are uh, sadhakas of Sanatan Sanstha right. and uh, these two people are absconding. On Saranga Kolkar they have served a red uh, corner notice of Interpol has been served on him right. and Vinay Pawar is uh, absconding uh, even without any such notice on him and Saranga Kolkar's name is also there in Madgao bomb blast case yeah. which, has, uh, which had occurred on 2009. So uh, they have declared a price of 5 lakhs rupees each on both of them but still uh, they have not been able to trace them. My concern here is this, that unlike in the case of Gauri Lankesh, at least in the Pansare and Dabolkar case, uh, the investigating agencies seem to have come up with quote-unquote a guilty party, which is, they say, the Sanatan Sanstha, and they've made these arrests, uh, as you mentioned, of Dr. Tavde 
and then there's also the arrest of Samir Gaikwad. But the concern here is the quality of evidence. I mean, have they genuinely done the investigation to find strong evidence against these men and against the Sanstha to make the arrest? Because, uh, you know, as we know, Samir Gaikwad is already out on bail. Uh, and there is a concern over whether now even Dr. Tawde uh, could, could be out on bail. So, so what's the sense? Are you getting the sense that this is a case where there is uh, you know, genuine evidence that the agencies have found? Or as often you know, we know happens in India, there's a lot of pressure from the court, there's a lot of pressure from the public. So they go ahead and make arrests. Uh, but then when it comes to standing the test of, of evidence in court, often the, it falls through. Yeah, what you're saying is right and it has happened in uh, Pansare's investigation because Samir Gaikwad could be released on bail as the murderers weren't, uh, weren't arrested and the enough evidence wasn't gathered. So uh, this threat always remains to the investigation and these investigating agencies have only named the people, they have only named the persons like Taude, Saranga Kolkar, Vinay Pawar, uh, Samir Gayakwad and all these four people belong to the same sanstha. that's what follows. So they themselves haven't done anything in relation to the organization. In a session, uh, court had court Mumbai High Court also said that it seems that there seems there is some organizational backing to these uh, people who are operating. But uh, we we are we are very concerned that the government also hasn't declared its stand on Sanatan Sanstha, or uh, like uh, uh, four people's names belong as uh, belonging to the same Sanstha which are called as their sadhakas are uh, taken by the investigating agencies and still the government hasn't made any I, I, uh, any stand on the sanstha. I, I, I remember this. In fact, there was this whole debate not long ago about whether the sanstha should be banned uh, or not. But I just want to bring in Kumar Ketkar here uh, because uh, Mr. Ketkar, it is, uh, you know, quite exasperating. One of the things that has been so exasperating about all these murders is that as a starting point, each one is being probed by a different agency. So you have the CBI probing the Dabolkar case, you have uh, the Maharashtra police probing the Pansare case, and then you have the Karnataka police probing the Kalburgi and now the Gauri Lankesh case. And that's just one of the many reasons why this, this whole uh, you know, investigation has turned out to be so chaotic and also fairly fruitless. I think the chaos itself is quite organized. As Mukta very correctly said, that the Sanstha or the supporters of that Sanstha who are quite well known and those who celebrated the murder of Gauri, similar celebration was done on the social media when Dabolkar was killed. So all those who celebrated it, firstly, they should be immediately arrested for causing social disharmony and many of them may be directly related to the culprits and I think that has not been done. The so-called CBI, the so-called police, the so-called CID and so-called IB and the so-called belief in the system. I think there is nothing like belief in the system because finally unless they investigate into the possibility of these culprits having links in the police department itself yes. or in CBI or in government or in political class that is ruling. Without the support either political or administrative or police this cannot happen. 
as Muktas very correctly said, those four people were arrested, but their associates, their compatriots, have not been even touched. I don't think they have been even interrogated. Right. So I think this is quite uh, an organized chaos. It gives a feeling that some inquiry is going on, investigation is going on, but that feeling is completely misplaced because we know nothing of what actually is following. In fact, uh, in, in fact, you know, one of the things that, that we also pointed out in our report is the utter confusion over the weapons used uh, in these murders. Now, that should have been the starting point. That could have been the, the perfect link, which, if at all, there is a link that ties together yeah, these killings also, also and then the, find out no. who pulled the trigger. But I, I just, no, I, I'm coming back no, to you, Kumar. Also the similarities, no, similarities in the murder. Yes. The similarities in the murder and similarities of those who are actually involved. There's so much panel is there, and yet why they're not able to find out. No, I know, and, and, and I want to say that apart from the similarities, the circumstantial similarities, the forensic similarity would have been this matching of the bullets, but as we just showed, there's utter confusion as to what the, the Mumbai FSL found, then the Bangalore Forensic Lab found, then it went to, uh, it was supposed to go to Scotland Yard, that didn't work out. So then the Gujarat Forensic Lab has come out with another report. So all of this is Kumar Ketkar uh, adding to confusion and also adding to crucial delays. No, confusion is becoming a generous excuse for actually not doing much. And when we are living in a system when Maya Pradani gets a bail, when Purohit gets a bail, when Pradnya gets a bail, I think we are all unnecessarily told to believe in the system or it's a systemic problem. The system is infiltrated. Right. System is infiltrated by the people who actually commit these acts. Right. So it is not a question of confusion. There is no confusion. I don't think there is any confusion among the police departments, there may be, you can call, a little bit of inefficiency. But there is no confusion. They know the people who are associated with the crime. So why are they not interrogating them? Okay, so you're, you're saying, you're saying it's not... Okay, you're saying it's not just... It's, you're saying it's not just, uh, you, know, a, you know, ineptitude. You're suggesting that there is an element of design there. I want to ask you, Kavita yes. Lankesh, I, I don't want... Kavita Lankesh, for you to hear this discussion and feel disheartened, uh, but it has been quite, I suppose, disheartening for you know, the families of the other uh, members, the families of those others who were killed. Uh, in the case of Kalburgi, there's not even been a single arrest. So, I mean, that case is, is perhaps in, in a worse position than the others. Uh, but you're saying that the police is giving you an assurance that they are making progress. In fact, uh, people like Gauri. Yes. See, the thing is, I mean, I'm uh, hearing about all this delay and everything much later because I was not really involved politically, though I knew about it. But uh, now, because it's happened so personally, now I'm, I'm now when I hear about it like this, four years, I talked to Hamid, the Balkar also, and I was so disheartened, but I'm hoping it doesn't happen in this case. That's all, that's all. As I said, that's all we can be optimistic about it. And they've put the highest number of forces of people here. Yes. And the kind of protest that's happening in Karnataka all over, especially like, there's some 225 or 6 taluks in, in Karnataka. About 160, 170 taluks, there have been protests and also support for Gauri. So it's been massive that way everywhere. And in fact, in the month of October itself, what I have been called for is about 10, which I'm not going because I'm, I'm just not in the frame of mind to go and attend yes. these things, but about 10, 20 different places in Kerala and even here yes. is happening in Mandya, big rally is happening on the 2nd of October. But as you said in the beginning, maybe all this happens and we, we know of later on that people will not be 
you know, going on a border, they get on with their jobs. But I hope before that, before the people start, they find some justice, so at least they find the killer, so at least some justice is done to not just my family, everybody here. Yes. You know, and, and, and hopefully it doesn't repeat. The kind of fear that is there in existing, my 13-year-old daughter is scared. You know, everybody, I mean, so many journalists. Today I heard there's some seven journalists got threatening letters saying, if you don't, you'll face the same death as Gauri. I mean, this kind of society, what kind of an intolerant society are we living in? No, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I was raised by my father who was a greater, bigger, bolder journalist than my sister ever was. And he was never harmed. But the society has become so intolerant these days. So I'm, 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 it's been shocking to all of us that way. No, I, I can't agree with you more that the fact that the men who killed yeah. Dabolkar, who killed Kalburgi, who killed Pansare, and who killed Gauri Lankesh, the fact that they are still roaming free, whether they're the same group of men or they're different sets of men, we don't know. But the fact that they still roam free tonight, yeah. even as we, as we speak, is something which is deeply, deeply of concern. But we will continue to be on this story, that's for sure. We won't let it go. Thank you all so much for joining us. That's it on Truth vs. Hype. Thanks for watching. Good night.